Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, October 26, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Judge Barrett likely to be confirmed to the Supreme Court today. Americans flee California in record numbers. Opioid overdoses jump during the contagion. Angry Italians riot in Rome over COVID curfews. Covens of witches cast a spell on President Trump this Halloween. Also ahead, what does Joe Biden really believe? But first, the Senate holding a final vote on the confirmation of Judge Amy Coney Barrett, President Trump's third pick to join the Supreme Court. Latest polls show a majority of Americans do back Barrett's approval, while two-thirds oppose the Democrat plan to pack the Supreme Court after the election. California's high-income exodus breaking records. Officials believe nearly one million people have fled the Golden State since March, most earning more than $100,000 a year. Folks say they're being forced out by California's liberal policies, high taxes, crime, and homelessness. Most Californians now moving to Texas, Arizona, or Nevada. Drug overdoses in the USA surging. Opioid fatalities up 25% in Maine, 50% in Kentucky, 70% in Oregon, and 90% in New York. Doctors blame the surge on social isolation, unemployment, and a disruption of drug treatment services during the pandemic. Riots erupting in Rome as Italian officials impose new COVID shutdown measures. Hundreds of demonstrators battle police in the capital after two months of lockdowns. Cases in Italy have recently risen sevenfold despite closing parks, restaurants, and beaches. Similar protests now taking place in Spain, Switzerland, and Germany as people suffer economically from COVID. Thousands of witches targeting President Trump this week, casting a binding spell so he loses the election. The ladies claim two full moons in the month of October give them special powers to take down the president. The Covens tried the same incantation in 2016. Didn't work as the black magic failed to deliver. Happy Halloween. In a moment, what Joe Biden really thinks about America. Up next. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD 
1-800-222-6532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, Joe Biden and his country. By the end of last week's second debate, Mr. Biden seemed tired. He looked at his watch and then appeared to be silently thinking, who has my jammies? It was closing in on 1030. But old Joe was not a diminished guy on the stage. If the definition of a debate winner is the candidate helped the most, then President Trump won. But Mr. Biden held his own until the last round when he blurted out he wants to eliminate the oil industry. I knew that all along, but what I did not know until this week is exactly how Joe Biden feels about his country. Yes, he's a long-standing public servant, and that should be respected, but as far as the nation is concerned, I believe Biden's heart is not in the right place. In a rare question and answer with a journalist, a former vice president said, quote, America was an idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We've never lived up to it, unquote. That is a far left view that the United States is not a noble nation because some citizens were and are denied equal rights. So we have to rearrange the entire country and create a powerful central government to impose social justice. You may remember that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said pretty much the same thing when he opined America was, quote, never that great. It is apparent that Joe Biden has bought into a governing concept that would harm some citizens in order to help others. And if he is elected president, many Americans are likely to be hurt in the name of economic, environmental, and racial justice. It is certainly true that our country has treated blacks and Native Americans unfairly throughout history. I document that in my books, Killing Crazy Horse and Killing Lincoln. And by the way, most Americans accept that history is flawed, not only here, but in every single nation on earth. The intent of the Founding Fathers was to provide a system that would allow freedom and the pursuit of happiness without government interference. We fought the Revolutionary War and the Civil War to ensure that promise. Over the years, hundreds of thousands of Americans have died in conflicts against tyranny. Many of the colonists, including some of the Founders, understood that slavery was an insult to God and to humanity. But the power did not exist in Philadelphia back then to force the southern colonies to outlaw it. So a new nation arose with a brutal deficit. Does that mean America has never lived up to its promise? No, it does not. The truth that Joe Biden does not accept is that the USA today provides more opportunity to pursue happiness than any other country in the world. Poor and desperate people in Honduras understand that. Mr. Biden does not. After 47 years in government, Joe Biden does not seem to see the truth about America, and he's not alone. To me, that is very sad. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my aforementioned book, Killing Crazy Horse, big bestseller. I think you will like it. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety. 
and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 139 years ago today, two outfits squared off in a dusty town on the American frontier. The Earp Brothers against the so-called outlaw cowboy gang at the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona. Here's the real story behind America's most famous Western shootout. After discovering silver and some gold in the nearby hills around 1877, Tombstone quickly grew into the richest mining town in America. Wyatt Earp, a former Kansas police officer, moved to Arizona with his brothers, Morgan and Virgil, and they became the law in Tombstone. The Clanton and McLaurie brothers were bandits who lived on a ranch outside of town, working as cattle thieves and guns for hire. In the fall of 1881, the cowboys rode into Tombstone for supplies, booze, and a little gambling. On the morning of October 26th, the gang had multiple run-ins with the Earp brothers and their friend, Doc Holliday. Around 3 p.m., the outfit was found drunk in an empty lot behind the OK Corral. The famous gunfight lasted less than a half minute. About 30 shots were fired. Though it's still debated who started the fracas, most reports say the shootout began when Virgil Earp pulled out his revolver and shot Billy Clanton point-blank in the chest. When the smoke cleared after 30 seconds, Billy and both McClary brothers were dead. Virgil, Morgan, and Holiday were wounded, but Wyatt Earp was unharmed. And here's something else you might not know. The local sheriff of Cochise County, who actually saw the shootout, charged the Earps and Doc Holiday with murder. One month later, a tombstone judge found the men not guilty, ruling they were, quote, fully justified in committing these homicides, unquote. The 30-second gunfight at the OK Corral has been depicted in more than 50 films, dozens of books, and is considered the most famous conflict in the American West. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 